The Oddfather Podcast with Chris Matthews and Pete Court. Hi, this guy here is Chris. He used to be a research scientist in the field of molecular biology until, he reckons, God told him he wanted him to look after a suburban church. And this is Pete, who used to be in commercial media until he became a novelist and started teaching people how to be highly creative. One thing we have in common, we've both met God. Yep, and we love people, but we really love God and we love being his children. But we both find being God's kids can be baffling. So... That's why we got together, not to find the answers, but to try and find the right questions. And hello again, Chris. Welcome along. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. Um, I want to talk to you today on The Odd Father about snot, the the snot issue. Now, this is one that has come up many times. Um, It always seems to be it's either hay fever season or it's cold season or it's coming into one or the other and we tend to find ourselves sneezing on occasion and people say bless you why uh, because people <laughs> what do are, they mean people are nice yeah um well i've heard lots of variations on this whole thing from the really? from the uh, the ridiculous to the actually fairly mundane and because I, 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 read a, I read a thing online about this, this woman who's an atheist and she said, I don't want to say bless you because I don't believe in that. So what can I say to be politically correct or whatever she wanted to be? And right. they suggested Gesundheit, which is the German for good, good health, health yeah. right? which obviously if you're sneezing, you're not having good health. So I don't know what that means. But what other options are there? Well, in some ways, you don't really need to say anything. This was all started by Pope Gregory. Really? I, I believe. In, you had a cold? In the, no, there was a, a thing called the plague, <laughs> which is a fairly serious deal. Right, right. Uh, apparently killed lots of people. Oh, yeah. um, but uh, as the, it spread through Christendom, mm. uh, one of the things that Pope Gregory noticed, and I'm sure a lot of other people did, that sneezing was often a precursor to uh, getting the plague. Right. And okay. so he decreed that Christians should bless uh, issue a blessing if they right. heard people sneezing in case yeah. it was the plague. Ah, so it wasn't a cure all or or a, a you know let's cast out demons or anything weird like that. Although it has been um, changed over the years, I yeah. have heard strange yeah. stories like that. I, I did hear one thing that, I, and I really I can't remember where I heard it, but somebody pointed out to me that that um, once sneezing was um, perceived as the spirit leaving you, you know, that your your soul would come out when you sneezed, so you had to be careful. And that was part of it too. Yeah. I, that that's Obviously that's gone away. People don't necessarily believe that anymore. But come COVID-19, people do realise that getting a sniffle may be a precursor to something quite deadly. Yes. And so the bless you comes back again. But like you say, what, why, Pope, Gregory, what, what were you thinking? What does it actually do? What does blessing someone actually do? Um, well, it, in terms of the impact it may have, uh, apart from a, a spiritual and perhaps emotional one, um, mm. pretty sure medically speaking, <laughs> it's pretty much of a, a, a non-event. Um, but uh, so you're not authorised to prescribe them, I'm afraid. No, yes. right. know, uh, take seven blessings and, and you'll be fine in the morning. The morning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it, it just comes from a spirit of basically um, praying for people that they don't get the plague. Right, um, and I think what has changed is our understanding 
and um, rea- reactions to disease. Mm. Uh, That's a good point. Yeah, because okay. people so, didn't so say Gregory go didn't, to the doctor. Yeah, Pope Gregory didn't have a, a vast wealth of medical knowledge and understanding of the plague behind him, did he? No. So, what else are we going to do, Pope? Uh, say bless you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's well, it seems strange to us, but mm. I don't know whether you realise this, but it's only been in the last. I think 100 to 150 years mm. where the medical profession has actually asked the patients what is wrong. Yeah. It, yeah. it was. It's a fairly recent innovation in medicine mm. to actually inquire of the patient what their symptoms are. It was a question if you went to the doctor and they looked at you, didn't ask your opinion, basically told you you had to right. be bled by leeches. This or, is what we're going to do to yeah. you because... Um, uh-huh. Because asking the patient undermined their authority. Yeah. Um, and, and to quote Monty Python, you're not qualified, dear. Yes. Um, yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, Interesting. So so the bless you was kind of like the sort of ordinary medicine that we could do. Yeah. Um, uh, it was uh, – what's, what's the word um, when you do a double-blind experiment? You give one oh, yeah, yeah, the uh, yeah. placebo. The, yeah, okay. Um, and so – in some ways, and we do know there's the, the placebo effect. Mm. Uh, and so blessing people, that's a 50-50 chance of actually making <laughs> okay. them feel, making okay. them better. So that's better than nothing. Do you do it? Uh, yes. Ingrained habit. I mean, my parents yeah. did it to me. Yeah. Um, and I think this is what the woman on the on the internet that I was reading said, that it's 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 like a cultural habit. It's, yeah. it's a thing you have to do. It's kind of like everybody has to do it. And if you don't, people look at you and, and go, what? What? Why, I just sneeze. Why do you not care? You know. Yeah. Well, I got to admit, I've never worried that nobody has said it, um, and I'm quite happy to accept Gesundheit, having a mm. German side to my family. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, they're quite used to me mangling the German language. So, does it does it demean blessing then? If we throw this thing around, does sort of being blessed suddenly become just nothing? I don't think in terms of sneezing, no. I think if we if we carried that into other areas of our lives and basically it became a mantra, you know, mm. every time you stubbed your toe, bless you. Um, oh, look, you've cut your finger, bless you. Well, I um, think we say other things when we stub our toe yes. that, that also have a religious background, but uh, totally uh, different. And a placebo effect. Yeah, um, yeah. Apparently um, swearing... Yeah, yeah, we've you mentioned a, this last time. Yeah, when we, when positive we were psychological talking. effect. Yeah, it, it, does, it does a thing. Damn it. it. <laughs> I just, I just, I just think it's it's one of those things that's become so ingrained that we've lost the value of it. Indeed, it, it's a it's a relic, if you like, of and let's not get into religious relics, um, but uh, it, it is, I, I think, in the main, a meaningless phrase, which brings, you know, who are the people who get upset over? Mm little cultural things that yeah. nobody's attacking them with any religious fervour or, mm. or um, trying to convince them of a particular belief. Mm. So um, I'm of the sleep, let sleeping dogs lie. Yeah. It's, I'm, just, I'm just amazed at how ingrained this particular one is, the sneezing one. Because I, I remember my wife was saying that when she, she lived in a unit and the people next door, um, one of them had a cold and would sneeze. And she heard it, and they sneezed really loudly. And she was torn. Do I say Gesundheit or bless you really loudly so they can hear me? Or do I just let them go? And it is, it's something we just... Uh. Yeah. Um, and in some ways, I mean, you could say that it's, it, it shows a basic care for people. Mm. 
mm. the, the fact that you would actually want to make somebody feel um, uh, encouraged or, or acknowledged, s- acknowledged I guess, acknowledged that, yeah. the, uh, about what's happening to them. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't think there's any. I mean, the worst it can be is irrelevant, but I don't mm. think it falls into. But it has a cultural. Yeah. yeah. It's not a bad thing. No, nobody's insulted by it. So we've decided that Bless You is probably not really doing a whole lot except making people feel good about feeling good about each other, which, you know, that's actually not to be dismissed. There's other little things, though, that we do that are a little sort of, I guess, religious throwbacks, um, things like the tossing a pinch of salt over your shoulder. Was that supposed to get in the eyes of the devil or something? And uh, uh, Something like that. Clinking glasses was another one. That's supposed to frighten the spirits out of drinks that you have. Well, that's never worked. <laughs> well, I think... I, that, Otherwise, that nobody would be drunk. I think that goes back to when um, you couldn't really trust what you were drinking because it was probably made in somebody's bathtub. Uh, and so this was, almost, this was almost a bless you before you get sick mm. kind of thing. But um, we have a lot of those little things. Yeah, I'm wondering, and this is totally off the top of my head, but of course one of the big things that developed in the 19th century was mm. the, the this whole idea of temperance societies. Mm. Um, and I always thought that this was a, a group of um, do-gooder type people. Mainly who, women. Mainly women mm. who, who were absolutely horrified at the amount of drinking that was done in pubs. Yeah. And pe- yeah. You know, we sort of think husbands coming home drunk sort of mm. thing. Mm. But it turns out that a lot of drunkenness in the early uh, late 18th and early 19th centuries mm. was because the water was not safe to drink. It was yeah. far safer to drink yes. beer than it was to drink water. Yeah. And so it wasn't – it was children and, and everybody was drinking beer yeah. because it, yeah. was, it didn't kill you like water did. Yeah. Um, and I, I sort of think I, I wonder if there's a um, this idea of clinking glasses. Mm. So at least this stuff's safe to drink. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And you wouldn't do that with water yeah. because you know. Because the, the interesting thing that that particular story, if you look at, I think it's the history of the Guinness Company. Who, ah, yes. in, in Ireland, everybody, everybody was, as you say, the water wasn't safe to drink, so they were drinking a lot of, particularly gin, which was easy to make, and the gin, the the distillation would kill the bugs. But, of course, then that would go and do a whole lot of damage to people. So Guinness thought the best way to stop people drinking too much and dangerously was to make a really healthy, good, strong, solid drink that would be good for them nutritionally. And that was where the Guinness Stout came from. Yeah. And the Guinness family, very, very strong Christian family who, who basically set up their company. Unions today would kill themselves for the sort of stuff that the Guinness family put in place for their, their people. They had yes. a whole island where they sent their staff to go on holiday. They, have, they made them go to this island to have holidays. That was, that was how they looked after them. It was bizarre. How do we get to work for these people? Yeah, exactly. Um, but we've lost all that. And I think, we, yeah. I think these, these, little, these little, I guess what, what this points to is that these little habits that we develop, like where does, where does all this drinking habit come from and where does this not drinking habit yeah. come from, we need to look at them. I wonder if that's the source because I remember mm. um, my mother saying that the advice that she was given, if your baby wasn't sleeping, then drink some stout. Stout, yeah. And it was good for the baby because stout was full of iron. Yeah. Um, Or that's just what my mum said. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Maybe that's another myth too. And so, yeah, I just wonder whether that comes from a similar source, this whole idea that um, these different concoctions were good for you. Yeah.
So, what do you reckon? We'd love to hear what your questions might be and what sort of answers you came up with. So you can email us, podcast at theoddfather.net, or you can jump onto the web, theoddfather.net, and check all the socials there, and we'll talk to you then. Thanks for your time, and keep asking those questions. 